Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombeck.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking the question, how do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what's really on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guests in a workshop discussion that proclaims, We're not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in him. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome to my listeners, to my international listeners. Welcome to my new listeners. And I must say that I am a little on the wax side this evening. <laughs> what do you mean by whacked? I haven't used that word. I am under the influence of the goodness of God. Amen. So just open the floodgates, open your spirit, and let's just jump right on in. Okay. We're going to jump right in. This is, I'm so excited, but oh, I've. I have a lot of story to tell you. Are you in the mood for a good Holy Ghost story? Okay. <laughs> I hope you have your headphones on. Oh, it's going to be so wonderful. So let's just enjoy his presence. <laughs> just enjoy his presence. We're not going to rush. I'm going to go on and off script tonight. It's it's all about him. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so today's takeaway. Jesus disengages every demonic onslaught on our identity and sonship. Fun and new listener highlights. Miracles in a bucket. Isaiah 55, Psalms 24, Luke 4, 1 John 4, Drawing Heaven Link, A Hope Meter Gift, A Miracle Book, and A Year in Miracles. Hmm. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening. Actually, it's evening. Yes, it's quite evening <laughs> here in Corvallis, Oregon. Let me ask you one more time. We need to breathe in and breathe out. <laughs> breathe in his presence. And breathe out any weightiness of the day concerns. Breathe in his presence and his goodness. <laughs> I have been writing on this story for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be able to get it done last week, but no, it didn't work. So I've been working and working and cogitating, thinking and asking him questions. It's a story of questions and answers. And all of it just has the lingering presence of God <laughs> that moves our hearts in awe. It moves us in this unspoken wonder and what a treasure it is to share this time with you together to experience life application stories about the kingdom of heaven amen <laughs> before i start my curious story about the bucket <laughs> miracles in a bucket my aha moment right aha about the personal quest to unfold more and experience more of the miracles of God. So I'll begin my tale today just a little bit on a roundabout. And if you're reading the unfinished book, I'd call it a rabbit trail. <laughs> okay, so you do know what a roundabout is, right? Well, 
I told you I was a little bit under the influence. Lots of happiness. <laughs> so a roundabout, it's, it's that circular intersection or junction in which road and the traffic is permitted to flow in one direction around, you have an island. And it, priority is typically given to traffic that's already in the junction. And you know, many of you know some very famous roundabouts. So in 1768 in England is the circus. And that's in Bath, Somerset. That's when it was completed. I have actually watched those pass and seen the crescent of those famous architectures. Yep, there's a famous roundabout right there. Another one you'd be very familiar with in 1780 in France. It's the it goes around the Arc de Triomphe, and I didn't roll my R very good. The Arc de, Tri de Triomphe in Paris. <laughs> my French friend would go, oh, Kristen, you butchered it. Well, I tried. <laughs> So on a personal side in Corvallis, mm -hmm, it's kind of a love-hate relationship with roundabouts around here. They drive my husband Don nuts. They put one in here in Corvallis and they take it out a couple of months later. It's just back and forth, back and forth. And I will agree that um, in my experience here with Corvallis people <laughs> or with Oregonians, that it seriously challenges the video game driving mentality. The roundabouts do. Because as you go around the intersection, <laughs> I'd like to introduce something new. That, that's what my roundabout is for. I'm going to introduce something new. So it, the podcasts, you know, they're a unique anonymity, right? You put your headphones on every week for entertainment, for spiritual things, spiritual growth, financial growth. You can find every niche out there and somebody who wants to talk about it. Well, you and I connected, right? <laughs> so at the top of my list of finding resources, this is how I use podcasts. So companies use podcasts for a variety of reasons. Some of them include sharing information, new products, industry, company news to establish trust, add value, create deeper connections with people. And, and companies can contribute into social networking, newsletters, websites. There's, there's so many reasons why people use um, the venue of a podcast, right? So for me, the Lord laid his request on my heart um, just about 95 episodes of, uh, ago. <laughs> um, a year ago, spring, right? So somewhere on the roundabout, you and I connected. <laughs> As an entrepreneur wearing many different hats, you have become familiar with stats and likes and hearts and friends and online traffic. And where does it all come from? Uh, where does it all come from? It's, it's just huge, right? So my something new, because this is really important to me. I prefer to make the world seem smaller because it's not very big. And you and I are connected in oneness in the spirit in him. So you, as my listeners, you know, I, I see where you're listening from. And I become attached to faithful countries, faithful little um, cities or, or villages or counties. Um, it's, it's not, I don't see your address or your name. It's not that personal, but I see when the same village or city listens in week after week. I can see how many um, downloads or plays, and those are my stats, the cities, the locations that are tuning in. I pray for you, my listeners, and I ask God frequently to give me insights that will touch, heal, minister, encourage, 
And sometimes, maybe a good laugh, maybe you pee your pants in laughter. And, you know, it's all to cause you, and our questions to cause you to think about the truth of his love and how we manifest that love in our lives. <laughs> and you know this about me. If you've listened to more than one episode, you know this about me. I like to ask really good questions. So I would take just a moment to honor the ears. That's what I want to do. I want to honor the ears that that I notice weekly they download and they play. It, I, I don't ever want you to think that I'm not aware that you're on the other end, that you have your headphones on and maybe you're you're putting your kids to bed or, or doing the dishes or maybe you're taking a walk or you're driving to work that day. I This is my way to say, hey, we are connected and I know you're listening and I know we're communicating. So our very first Honorary listener. Yes, I chose one that I see every week and it just blesses the socks off me. This person (laughs) that listens every week from the beautiful countryside of Bradford, England. I jump up and down every week. I see the stats. I go, oh, there's Bradford again. Yay. And you guys know I love England, but There it is, Bradford, England, and my stats. And you're just so consistent, and it just blesses my heart. I'm just all teary-eyed. So, dear family, there's something that we will find that we have in common with our Bradford listener. Faith, miracles, and the beautiful countryside of England. I'm going to tell you a couple of things about it. So, Bolin Street Mission in Bradford is the old church for Smith Wigglesworth. That's his building. So, if you're unfamiliar with Smith, Smith was a poor lad from Menston who moved to Bradford with his family to work in a mill and later established himself as a plumber. I absolutely love the story that I've heard about his tenacious wife loving an unlovable man until Jesus got a hold of him. It's amazed me, amazing, and it blesses, blessed me. So one of the quotes from Smith Wigglesworth, he largely believed his ministerial success was due to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is what he said. I want you to see that he speaketh in an unknown tongue, edifieth himself or builds himself up. We must be edified before we can edify the church. I cannot estimate what I personally owe to the Holy Ghost method of spiritual edification. I'm here before you as one of the biggest conundrums in the world. And there never was a weaker man on the platform. Language, none. Ability, ah, full of it. Inability, I should say. And all natural things in my life point exactly opposite to me being able to stand on the platform and preach the gospel. The secret is that Holy Spirit came and he brought this wonderful edification of the Spirit. I'd been reading his word continually as well as I could, but the Holy Ghost came and he took hold of it and the Holy Ghost is the breath of it and he illuminated it in me. That's what Smith Wigglesworth said. So Wigglesworth was a catalyst for the charismatic revival of the church and one of the fathers of the Pentecostal movement. His stories and faith They were a part of my growth journey. And I discussed those in the unfinished book. Smith Wigglesworth has inspired me. And all those questions I ask, he inspired me. Something else that Bradford also possesses is one of the most iconic 
train trestles in the world. 720 movies have been on location in your 15,910 acres. Most of my favorite stories from Jane Austen to the hills and moors where the Bronte sisters live, also Downton Abbey, The Crown, romantically have set Bradford landscapes as their background. Hmm. This all-too-familiar train trestle, captured in the opening scene of Downton Abbey, built in 1878. The ex-Great Northern Railway has crossed the Thornton Viaduct with its stellar masonry arches and long, curved panoramic shots introduces a modern and moving England. I hope one day in the near future to return to England and again. And I put Bradford on my map of discovery. I want to go there. So thank you. Thank you so much, Bradford and Bradford listener, for your patriarchs of faith, for your hospitality to bring literature to life, and for listening to Intentional Now podcast. Bradford, we talk about these things and it just doesn't feel like you're very far away. I honor you. (laughs) That was wonderful. That was a great roundabout, right? (laughs) Amen. It feels like a hug in the spirit. (laughs) I keep thinking, oh, the surprise when this listener hears his tongue. <laughs> now on to our bucket story. And may I say, it is an intimate story. My life application in employing the blood of Jesus. We are fully redeemed and fully present in his love. Jesus shared it with me like this the other week from Luke 4 in the mirror. And Jesus, fully infused and prompted by Holy Spirit, he intentionally turns back away from the River Jordan into the wilderness and embarks on a 40-day fast in order to victoriously face the same diabolical scrutiny that snared humanity in Adam and Eve and later dramatically displayed in Israel's 40-year detour in the wilderness of their unbelief. The life Jesus lived in human body is no different to yours and mine. He felt the same weariness, hunger, and thirst that we do, yet he never forgot what manner of man he was. Jesus lived convinced and conscious of who he was. That was his secret. And this is how he overcame every temptation victoriously. His 40 days in the wilderness is a symbolic significance of his baptism reflecting his death. (laughs) He now now goes, he holds our hand, and he takes us into our hellish wilderness, in order to disengage every demonic onslaught on our identity and sonship. (laughs) I call that serious inner healing. And that is our conversation today. Disengaging every demonic onslaught on our identity and sonship. For that, I give him praise. (laughs) For those of you who are visual, like me, I made another drawing, or actually photograph of Drawing Heaven. I took a picture of my bucket. Yes, somebody was like, there is my bucket. I got it from the dollar store. (laughs) My bucket, and it sits next to my desk. I put a a link from Canva so that you can click on it and you you actually can see it. I, I just like the visual stuff. So. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Do miracles or resources from heaven, do they go up 
or do they go down? I know that's a, oh, uh, what, what, how do I want to say it? It is more of a mathematical, we think up or down. Bear with me here. So how do we engage his promises in the spirit? I know, trust, communion, prayer. Mm -hmm. So in my, in my earlier days of walking in the spirit and discovering heaven, wisdom, wisdom herself, <laughs> revealed um, the body parts room. I've, I've shared that with you before. It was more like a warehouse. And I shared those particular episodes are episode 85 and episode 86 when I talk about the body parts room and also what wisdom is like. Wisdom Heights, right? So 85 and 86, okay? So it's it's time to share our hearts as his kids. We have desires, needs, questions, and trust issues that we're working through. That's just a very matter-of-fact statement. I know I'm not alone in this, and that's why we're asking questions. Because he has answers, even if it's un uncomfortable to hear. I have heard uncomfortable truths, but I'm glad that it's to have heard it. Would you want a best friend to withhold valuable information that would help you grow and eventually lead to your overcoming? No. <laughs> I thank God that Holy Spirit knows. He knows when to tell us, how to tell us. And then he bathes truth in a baptism of hope and love. Yeah, I've heard some pretty truthful statements. <laughs> But Holy Spirit does such a wonderful job at sharing it in the best possible way. So can we pause a moment here to hear and to honor Holy Spirit as we we ask you to, would you show shore up, meaning shore it up. Um, I should have looked the word up. Shore it up means strengthen it our hope meter. Amp it up, our hope meter. Sometimes our hope needs to be shored up so that it can reinforce and ignite our faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reinforcing, for building up our internal hope meter. So I'm going to share another life application gift. And I say we know this about each other. We are a hands-on company of people, a family. And we figured out that we're connected. And in the spirit through oneness, we are closer and closer with every breath of relationship. So your experience in heaven looks like something. My experience in heaven, it looks like something. And we are rivers that overflow. So when I say hope meter, this life application gift, I actually have a few of them for you, is, is they manifest through me. And, and that's where my art, artistry comes from. It, it, it does. So um, in our experiences in the river overflowing, nothing is better than the touchable life of Jesus Christ manifest. And to me, nothing is better than hearing the story through others of, well, where did that come from? And how did that come, come about? 
And then all of a sudden I hear the truths and wisdoms that Jesus told them as they're sharing something with me. If it's artwork or, or a journey, it, it's, I like the story. So when I say I engaged my hope meter, <laughs> I literally put that into art. Simple art, yeah. It, and so I've shared it. It's it's a printable note card with you. And, and I, I share the link. The link will take you to my website. And there you are. It has all the directions and you can print it. And But it came from somewhere. It came from from the Lord encouraging me and its birth is for the love of my husband when he puts on his leathers and he rides a Harley. I know you're going, well, where'd that come from? You'll have to go see the card, right? It's a hope meter. <laughs> You'll get it, but it becomes a tangible piece of artwork that now that I've told you the story, you're going to go, Oh, oh, I, I get it. Oh, wow. That, that makes it personal and special. So let's get back to my bucket story here, okay? People are in need of miracles, amen? Dear friends of mine are in need of miracles. I have a few at the top of my list. And I'm sure that you do as well. My two words for this year. Miracles. And the word that the Lord gave to me was Psalms 24. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Let me read the entire passage here. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. And may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifice and accept all your burnt offerings. And may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. <laughs> so my way of, I call it outworking, um, marinating it, touching it, breathing it, began as Christmas presents um, about mid-November. That word miracle, that word miracle was just coming to the forefront. So I designed a miracle notebook, which I gave to each one of my friends for Christmas. So I left you the link so that you have a place to write down what the Lord is bringing forth in your life. I, I shared it. With you, if you're interested in it, I share it with you. But it, it was the beginning of him saying, Kristen, this word, this word miracle is in front of you for this year. So the book that I created, it says, when I open this book, God reveals his devotion to me. He has already filled the pages. Writing in it is my way of saying, God, I heard you. God, I heard you. And that is the mainstay principle in my life. God, I heard you. And so I write it down. And that is the ooh, that is the root of my journaling story with Evernote. Is God, I heard you. It looks like this God. 
it feels like this God. Is this what you said, Lord? And how would you like me to understand it? How to share it? How, what other questions should I ask? It's, I know, it's okay. So the holidays mortared through and all their festivities and busyness and the weather interrupted our family Christmas. Although Christmas cookies, they're not quite all gone. <laughs> and here we are today. I need a tissue. And God is marinating me in his secure rest. And between you and me, that can be extremely challenging when needs, especially daily pain, are on the battlefield to steal his attention. Hence, a very needful bucket. He will go to all lengths to reveal himself inside of us. To reveal his goodness, to manifest his goodness. And this is where I've learned to take an active role. So that daily pain is a couple of broken teeth. My old dental work has fractured my teeth over the course of time, and chewing is very delicate. I know, I hear you cringe. Dental work, right? So let's keep this close and personal. We're going to open up those transparent hearts and allow Holy Spirit to move in and move out, okay? Because the point here is his goodness manifests in us, around us, and through us. Let's listen to Holy Spirit. Now, we do not happen to have dental insurance since my husband's involuntary retirement during COVID and our finances have been challenging. I think I've spoken about that before. We can talk heart to heart here, right? I mean, if we're sitting having a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, you know, we're going to talk heart to heart. How do we work through these issues to know him? So my podcast is a pulpit. And you know, if I didn't have any experience, I wouldn't listen to me either. So if you're a new listener, the best way to qualify the statements that I'm talking about is to pick up a copy of the unfinished book. I have experienced the power of God randomly. I've experienced it through my hands and through my heart, through my prayers, through my singing. I've experienced it through the hands of others. I've seen it. I know you have to. I still need a creative miracle in my mouth. And maybe you still need a creative miracle in your body. (laughs) I know we just jumped off into a deep end on that one, didn't we? Ah, it's good. Sickness on any level is a violation of himself inside of you and me. I'll ask more questions, and he will use those questions to minister freedom. God is all about freedom. So Jesus asked me to rearrange my focus. <sighs> Middle of, well, started mid-November into December. He, he asked me to rearrange it. So 
I re- rearranged and remade um, my daily journal template that I use. I use a iPad, sit on my computer, and I when I ascend into him, I I type and write and draw our relationship. So I'd remade a journal and it was daily words and there was a section that I put in my annual word. So it's right before me. Psalms 24, may he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. So I created this template, this journal that's speaking what he's speaking to me. And miracle was a part of it. So I'm going to finish our story about the bucket here. But I want to set up how it came about, this, this, this question, right? And so I have been meditating on Isaiah 55, 9 through 11 for some time to understand to extract his goodness from it. So I'm reading it from the Hebrew Tanakh. It's awesome. (laughs) I left you a link. It's awesome. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. That's why we have to come up here. I couldn't help but put that in there. That's why we have to ascend. Oh, oh, yes. So for just as the rain and the snow fall from heaven, it does not return there unless it has satiated the earth and fructified it and furthered its growth and has given seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word that emanates from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty or void unless it's done what I desire and has made prosperous the one whom I sent it to. It won't return to him void. But it will prosper you and it will prosper me. So I'm going to go off script here because I ask him so many questions. So with that, I had this, I was thinking about miracles because I've seen the evidence of them in heaven, I've seen the evidence of them on the earth. I've encountered the body parts room. And, and it has people's names on them. And I always assumed that I was taking them from the body parts room and bringing them to the earth. Well, that was my assumption. That was my practice. That was my way of the the kingdom of heaven coming when we ascend and we descend. But some of those body parts that I've encountered, I ask the question, whoa, why are they not here yet? So my question asking According to Isaiah 55, because rain and snow, they come down, and God clearly says that he sent them. I've encountered the storehouses of weather that Job talks about. But God says that they return to him. Because they've prospered the person that they were sent to. So I I asked the question, well, a testimony 
how does that return to you? And I thought, oh, well, if I bring testimonies back to you, and that's how my bucket was created, sitting next to my desk. It's because I saw myself finding testimonies every day. And then those testimonies, I put them in the bucket. And I asked him, well, do I bring the bucket of the testimonies? They're of other people. And most of them have to do with dental work and, and, and the miracle of, of teeth being healed and growing. And, and then all of a sudden I was sitting there and I could see the bucket because my table, my desk is made out of glass. So it sits there and I can see it at all times. So when I looked at the bucket, all of a sudden, through the eyes of Isaiah 55, I looked at it and I went, oh, they have returned to you. Those testimonies and those miracles which I have found to encourage me, to assist me in Jesus, who is the spirit of truth. Jesus in me, when we gather the testimonies, they are presented to him in us. And so we're, with the testimony, we're bringing their prosperity to the Jesus in us. And so that just changed my whole up and down thinking to more in and out. So every day I collect a miracle. I go and I Google it and I have links in Google and I find a miracle and I read it and enjoy it and I I type it and I print it or I write it and I put it in my bucket every day. So that's the story of my bucket. A testimony in a bucket, a testimony of exactly what I am encouraged by God is happening in my own body, in my own self. Because he said the word. He said a living word. He spoke to you and to me. It's just like this podcast. He sent it. And it goes to your ears and my ears. And it doesn't return empty or void without prospering the person that it goes to. So those testimonies are prospering you and they're prospering me. Go get yourself a bucket, right? <laughs> so I have another thing to add to that. It's, it's an in and out. They present themselves to Jesus Christ in us. That's where they return. I have to continue to think on that. How you doing? <laughs> I know. I told you this was, woo, how you doing? How's my listener in Bradford doing? <laughs> I honor you. <laughs> So he asked me to put more help on the table. Yeah, I have a couple of things and links already, but there's there's more help here. Because I know that you want to walk with me 
in this year of miracles. And I want to add yours and mine, our testimonies, in my bucket, in your bucket. And so he asked me, he goes, Kristen, just share more. And so I asked him, I go, do you want me to share my template, my journal? And he said, yes. I went, okay. So that's probably why it took me a little bit longer to put together this particular episode because I had... Uh, technology that I had to build and make the graphics and everything and to share with you. So I literally am leaving you the link to my exact template, my daily journal that I use in Evernote. I use it every single day. I look upon it every single day. And it's like this episode. It has a place for your word for the day. And it has your it has our place for the miracles that he's bringing forth to us. It has those places. I did not change it one iota. <laughs> it even has my little table for my stats. I did not change it. I kept it exactly the same to share with you. And it's 99 cents. <laughs> yes, 99 cents. <laughs> and I know some of you might say, well, we've never used Evernote. I understand. And I made videos to help you. Yes, I did. I made videos to help you because what did I say in the beginning? I guarantee. One well-used daily planner can change your life. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about having our lives radically changed and touched by Jesus. And I know about you, but I know me. I'm going to write down every single morsel of it. Because when I write down every single morsel of it, it is landed in heaven. It becomes, it becomes recorded on the earth, and I can share it. And you can do the same. Oh, I know. I think I got the point across. And yeah, my videos that I made to share with you... <laughs> I have a little bit more about the story, but this is the personal part. Connecting the world. It's just kind of like our oneness. Together we walk in oneness. To know him, to know his power and his strength and his love for us. And the miracles that live inside of us. Inside of us. And they won't return to him void. Until they've prospered. The one who he sent them to. And that's you and I. Is good. I left you the links, and when you see the link to the te template, I have all the pretty pictures. It looks just like the products that I sell. It's only 99 cents. And I have all what's it look like so you can see. <laughs> um, but I do encourage you in my invitation. Because we're going to be talking about this again.
Because miracles is the word out there. <laughs> he doesn't just give it to one. He gives it to many. Uh-huh. Woo, doggy. <laughs> Woo. Let's just take a little bit more moment. A little bit more moment. Yeah, I'm just undone. <laughs> Oh, I'd say, are you undone as well? God is good. We're just praying together right now. And in this tender place, Holy Spirit, you are touching, healing, changing, restoring. Miracles are just happening right now. Because we're just not very far away, are we? <laughs> in your oneness. In our oneness. And we just give you thanks and we just give you praise. That we're all connected. Thank you for giving me the courage to do this today. Oh, goodness. God, you are good. I do happen to like getting undone. <laughs> oh. I give you praise, God. And it was fun. It was fun to honor one of my listeners. <laughs> that was fun. I will do it again. I bless you. Oh. Make sure you, you you do all the proper following <laughs> wherever you go. Uh, yeah, I would whoosh, do all the proper following and heart and, you know, share. and It just helps. It helps us all connect to his goodness when we respond. I love you. Thank you for walking this journey alongside with me. You have a wonderful rest of your day. I speak peace and blessing. And I pull forth the miracle of Jesus Christ from within you. And I will talk to you again next week, unless you send me an email of a testimony. Huh? <laughs> okay, there we are. All right. Bye now. <laughs>